Hi, this is Shannon Currier with the St. Christopher Truckers Fund. Coming up next on the Podwheels Network, you'll be joining us for the Highway to Hope. Here's a preview. The first thing you need to have is a budget. If you are running a business and you don't have that budget in front of you, if you don't know that budget inside and out, it's going to be very hard for you to be successful. You need to know how much money you've got coming in. You need to know where your expenses are and you need to plan for those expenses going into the future. Welcome to the Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. Thanks for connecting with us again on the Pod Wheels Network. As our listeners to this podcast series know, the SCF Highway to Hope podcast is focused on placing a spotlight on the important work being done every week of the year by the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. This episode of the SCF Highway to Hope podcast will be dedicated to understanding the value that good financial planning holds for the men and women working as professional drivers. Do you have a financial plan in place? Are you ready for those rainy days and the unexpected circumstances that can cost you extra money? As you listen today, you can consider your financial planning, and you can also test your readiness for those rainy days with SCF Highway to Hope podcast host, Shannon Courier. Shannon is the Director of Philanthropy and Development for the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. She'll be joined on the podcast by Greg Thompson, the executive producer of the Pod Wheels Network. As you'll hear, Shannon and Greg will be speaking with an expert in the area of business planning for professional drivers, and they'll also be talking to two veteran team drivers whose strong financial planning over the years has opened a world of opportunities for them. In addition to these interviews, you'll hear updates on SCF and how you can access useful information and other resources from SCF. Before we join this edition of the SCF Highway to Hope podcast, we wanted to note that the segments you'll be hearing in this episode were recorded just prior to the declaration of the national emergency as a result of the COVID-19 crisis. Now it's time for the Pod Wheels Network to take you to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and join Shannon Courier and Greg Thompson for this edition of the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Hey there, everybody, and thank you for connecting with us again for the Highway to Hope the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. I am Shannon Courier, the Director of Philanthropy and Development with St. Christopher Fund, and I'm joined again by Executive Producer of the Podwheels Network, Greg Thompson. Great to see you today. Shannon, it's wonderful to be here in person. We are in Alabama, and we're here at the home of Randall Riley. As they say, it's a great day in Alabama. It's a great day to be here at Randall Riley. It's wonderful to see you in person. What are we going to talk about this time out on the Highway to Hope? Today we are talking about finances. And you guys deal with this all the time. We do. This is part of our application process when drivers apply for assistance with us. We have to get income information, expense information. So we are talking to drivers on the back end about finances, what they have coming in, what they have going out, because we have to show that there is financial need when we offer assistance to drivers. Now, what we've done with this episode of the podcast is that we're drilling down on finances. We've got an expert, Colton Lawrence, who's the CEO of Equinox Business Solutions. They do accounting, tax, and business advisory, particularly with owner operators and independent contractors. Colton joined us for a couple of segments, and we also have a couple of drivers. Actually, they're now former drivers because they planned so well financially and you're going to hear from Danny and Cindy George. 
Shannon, folks are going to remember Danny and Cindy because they were honored as 2018 TA Petro Citizen Drivers of the Year. And you know them well because they've been big supporters of St. Christopher's. They have. Danny and Cindy are such great friends of St. Christopher Fun. They have been involved with us for several years through the virtual 5K with Trucking Runners. And we have known them for a very long time and we just saw them at last year's show. And so we're always happy to see them in person. We're going to find out what they're doing now and we may not see them for a while. They are definitely going out of route these days. And part of the reason that they are able to do what they are doing these days is because they planned so well financially. Fortunately for them, they were not folks that needed your services or your assistance, but they were prepared for that rainy day. Shannon, as you know, this all comes back to being prepared. One of the things that we did in this episode is that we talked with, again, Colton Lawrence, a financial expert, about how to be prepared for that rainy day and having your house in financial order, which is not easy. So you kind of gave me a mission to reach out to Colton, and we did that in a couple of parts. Now, the first part, we talked just about being ready for that rainy day because that was something that you wanted me to investigate and bring back to you. Correct. We talked about just preparedness for those rainy days, for those unexpected things. And so you were able to talk with Colton specifically about that and get that conversation started on what we can share with drivers, information that will help them be prepared. We're joined now on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast by Colton Lawrence. Colton is the CEO of Equinox Business Solutions. Equinox is a company that specializes in providing accounting and tax services for owner operators and independent contractors. And Colton, you guys also do business advisory services. That's really where we wanted to access your expertise today because we want to talk about debt reductions. First of all, Welcome to the Highway to Hope podcast, and tell us a little bit about Equinox. Thanks, Greg, for having me. I'm happy to join, and you're exactly right. Equinox provides accounting and tax services for owner-operators and independent contractors. We specialize in transportation, and we offer advisory services as well around how to best manage your business, how to be successful, and increase your profitability. As I said in the opening here, the main reason that we wanted to have you join us today was that we wanted to talk about debt management. I'd like to get your perspective on managing debt. For instance, what kind of debt should owner-operators carry in their business? And what kind of debt, if any, should a professional driver carry with them in their personal finances? Some of the obvious answers to that question would include your truck, any trailers that you may want to purchase or need to purchase. In addition to that, some owner-operators, independent contractors will go into debt for small office spaces, perhaps some shop space, things of that nature. Typically, we try to advise people to stay out of debt when it comes to repairs and maintenance and those types of things. On the personal side, homes, students, loan debts are some of the typical types of things that we see. To the extent possible, try and minimize your debt as it pertains to automobile loans, some of those other smaller type loans that people have. Basically, the structure is the same as what you see outside of the transportation industry on the personal side. Everybody has their lives, but most of what we talk to our clients about is how to best manage their debt within their business. What about credit cards, particularly on the personal side? We see offers all the 
time. It's very tempting. As I'm looking at this and questions that we're going to ask you in a moment, we're really focused on trying to best prepare ourselves for those unforeseen circumstances, those rainy days. One of the things that trips people up in terms of debt quite often is credit card debt. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Credit card debt is obviously something that is an epidemic in the United States. It gets out of hand real quick. When it comes to managing a business, credit cards are an essential part of how you need to operate. The key is that you're using those credit cards more like cash and less to actually fund the business. If you're using it as perhaps an additional way to almost factor your receivables, meaning you're using that card ahead of the time that you receive payments on the loads that you've hauled, those are the situations that we try to keep people out of. On the personal side, same thing, stay out of credit card debts. Really, you should be using a debit card as opposed to a credit card and live within your means as best possible. One of the things that we wanted to talk about is how to manage debt. Let's say you have gotten a little bit beyond your skis, over your head just a bit, but you have money coming in. You have ways to address it. I don't want to talk about huge debt like medical bills. We'll speak to that in a moment. But if you are in a debt situation, what are the best ways to try to address that, try to work it down? Well, the first thing you need to have is a budget. If you are running a business and you don't have that budget in front of you, if you don't know that budget inside and out, it's going to be very hard for you to be successful. You need to know how much money you've got coming in. You need to know where your expenses are and you need to plan for those expenses going into the future. Once you've done that, you need to look for ways to minimize your expense. You can also look for ways to grow your revenue. In doing those two things, you're going to increase your ability to pay debt. As you do that, it's very, very important to not incur additional debt. As you put it, you're out over your skis, you're a little bit behind perhaps on payments, you've just got a little bit too much debt, then the best thing to do is increase revenue, cut expenses. Again, to do that, you need to know your budget. And as you describe that, I can see if you're in that situation, you're gonna to need to make sacrifices. Addressing debt is kind of like going on a diet. Can you talk to us a little bit, and you started speaking to it a moment ago, some strategies for getting on that debt diet, if you will? The best strategy that we talk about is what I call a stack repayment plan. It takes some time. I think oftentimes people are looking for a quick fix when it comes to debt, and that's just not the case. These plans can take years. The stack repayment plan is one where you tackle your highest interest rate debt first. You start to pay that off. Once you've tackled that first debt and have paid it off, you apply the payments from that debt to the next level of debt. And so what happens is over time, as you are paying off debt and applying the payments from that debt to additional debt, the amount of time it takes to pay off everything decreases and you're able to get back on top of things. In today's society, with all of the ads for cash advance, and as you talked about in this industry, there's factoring companies out there, there are a lot of temptations that can pull you into an endless cycle. It takes a lot of internal discipline, a lot of being able to see that goal, a lot of being able to want to be debt-free to get out of that cycle. It absolutely takes dedication. It takes persistence. And there are other strategies we can look at, especially as it pertains to interest rates. 
I can't tell you how many times as we are setting up perhaps depreciation schedules for trucks that our clients have purchased and we look at the interest rates that are coming in, we oftentimes see high teens, low 20s on the interest rate. And that just becomes very burdensome as it pertains to paying for that debt. Oftentimes, people don't have a choice. Their credit situation is what dictates their interest rates. But as you are able to start paying off debt, as you are making those payments, you may want to look into refinancing some of your debts to get your interest rate lower. That's going to result in lower payments. And then apply that stack repayment plan and apply what you've saved in interest to additional principal on debt. And you're just going to decrease the amount of time that it takes to make those payments. It really is kind of like a diet because in most cases, you didn't get to where you're five or 10 or $15,000 in debt overnight. This is something, particularly maybe on a personal side, this is something that happened over time. So it's going to take some time to address it, as you said. But the temptation, I think, for everybody is like, I want to try to do this now. I want to try to fix it. But maybe the best strategy and the first step might be to take a step back. And while you want to attack it, you need to find the best strategy, the thing that makes the most sense. As you said, looking at the whole picture at interest rates and all of that. That's correct. You got to look at the whole picture. Our plan starts with, as I mentioned earlier, looking at your budget, reducing your expenses, using cash to the extent possible, stay away from the credit cards. One thing we haven't talked about is communicating with the creditors. Oftentimes, the owner-operators and independent contractors, they get themselves into a situation where perhaps they're behind on payments and they just take the ostrich approach. They stick their head in the sands rather than communicating with the motor carrier or with their factoring company or whoever it may be, the finance company on their truck. They need to open those lines of communication and talk to those companies. They want you to succeed just as much as you want to succeed. Your success dictates their success. And so by having those conversations, you can, from time to time, increase your ability or extend your ability to get caught up. Those are important things that independent contractors need to do. Absolutely. So as we talk about this, now we can look at the rainy day. If your financial house is generally in order, nobody can ever prepare for a $100,000 medical bill. But having the plan in place that you talked about, cleaning up the debt that you have, can you talk about how that positions you for those unexpected expenses and those rainy days? Absolutely. By being prepared, you're going to have more free cash flow if you're able to reduce your interest rate, if you're able to use the stack repayment plan and pay off your debt sooner, you're going to end up with more cash in your pocket for those rainy days. Once you've done that and you start to build cash, then we can start to talk about growing your business, adding assets, understanding those goals and putting a plan in place to help you increase your revenue, grow your business, and become more and more successful. Well, Colton, you've certainly given us a lot to think about here in terms of addressing debt, getting on a healthy financial diet. And so for the folks listening to us here on the Highway to Hope podcast, how can they get in touch with you at Equinox Business Solutions and talk to you if they've got some debt issues or we are in tax season. You guys are specialists in accounting and tax for trucking. I know you guys are getting busy. 
how can they get in touch with you and work with you guys? Well, Greg, first and foremost, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to your audience about debt and how to best manage debt. They can get in touch with Equinox by visiting our website at equinoxbusiness.com. They can also contact us at 800-533-4230, or they can email us at info at equinoxbusiness.com. Any of those three ways will get them in touch with a representative that can speak to them about these issues. And as you mentioned, it is tax season. We're happy to help them with their tax returns or any other needs that they might have in being more successful and more profitable. That was Colton Lawrence, CEO of Equinox Business Solutions. We so appreciate Colton and his expertise and advice and taking time to share with us. We're going to hear more from him a little bit later. Greg, if I'm correct, I believe he just launched his own podcast. He did, and it's right here on the Pod Wheels Network. It's called the Equinox Business Solutions Tax Bootcamp Podcast. And you can hear it in a couple of places. You can hear it right here on the Pod Wheels Network on the front page of the Pod Wheels Network or you can go to his specific page on the Podwheels Network, and that is podwheelsnetwork.com forward slash bootcamp. You can also hear it on the Podwheels app, and you can hear it on the Equinox Business Solutions webpage, and that's equinoxbusiness.com forward slash podcast. As you mentioned, we'll be hearing a little bit more from Colton later in the podcast, but one of the things that you wanted me to do for our Financial Focus podcast here was to talk to a couple of drivers and get their perspective on how to stay away from those rainy days and how to save. It turns out that you and I have a couple of mutual friends in Danny and Cindy George. I knew them many years ago in a different incarnation in my life. They found you through St. Christopher. Yes, Danny and Cindy George are an amazing couple. They are so sweet and so kind. And they learned about us through a group that does a virtual 5K to support St. Christopher Fund called the Truckin' Runners. They do it every year and it's a virtual 5K because you can do it anywhere that you are. It's a fundraiser, but it also encourages drivers to get up and get moving and to be a little healthier, make a few healthier choices. That's how Danny and Cindy learned about us. They have come to support us over the years. We just saw them at the show last year and it's always great to see them face to face. Greg, I know you recently talked to Danny and Cindy and asked them how they got to where they are going to. How did they make that happen? Well, they are on the high seas now. They have a 50-foot sailboat, so they exchanged 72 feet of vehicle for 50 feet of sailboat, if you can believe it. Wow. And one of the reasons that they were able to do it was one, they found a way to stay healthy out on the road. As you mentioned, they got into running, they got into fitness. The other thing is they really focused on financial fitness. For them, they were very good team drivers. In fact, if you look at the history of US Express, if you went and talked to people, I would venture to say that Danny and Cindy would rank within their top 10 of all time. And you think about it, the two of them drove as a team for 13 years from 2007 to 2020. They drove a collective 7 million safe miles. Wow, that is impressive. So as a team, they just kept it rolling. And as a team, financially planning out on the road, they were very wise with their money, as you'll hear. It's my honor right now to welcome Danny and Cindy George to the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Thank you, Greg. It's great to be here. Yes. 
Well, it's great to have you guys on the line with us, and we're going to learn a lot about what you guys have been up to lately. One of the things that we've been talking about in this edition of the SCF podcast is trying to get away from the trap that we all can fall into, which is living paycheck to paycheck. Now, this is not exclusive to trucking. It happens across every industry. It's just kind of the way the world works. But if you can avoid that and you can have some savings, there are a lot of benefits. Let's talk a little bit about that power of moving away from living paycheck to paycheck if we can. Sure, Greg. It has definitely been a learning process. We didn't execute this as well during the first half of our career. We learned a lot. We couldn't just go on living paycheck to paycheck because there would be emergencies come up. So we learned to create what we call an emergency fund. And at first, it wasn't a lot that we put in all the time, but we knew that each week, if we could, we needed to put 50 or $100 away for a rainy day in case something would happen. There was different ways that we did this. You know, if we got a lot of miles one week, that was the extra. Some weeks, especially during the winter when the road was closed in Wyoming and we didn't have very many miles at all. So what we would do is instead of eating out, eating at truck stops, eating fast food, we would go to the grocery store and get food to keep in the truck to eat. Another thing that we learned over those years was that we needed to eat healthier. So those two things actually went hand in hand. One of the major things we did was we stopped eating out. And especially when they started putting fast food in the truck stop, that was not good for us. When we went to buy groceries, we would not fall into the trap of buying a lot of other things. We tried to stick to our list. As a couple, we worked to try to save a little bit each week. After a while, we got better and better at that. And we we got better miles. We got raises at our company. Every extra little bit, whenever we get a tax refund, we would put that in the emergency fund. We had a set number that we wanted to build the emergency fund up to. And so we did that. Once the emergency fund was there, we were able to start accomplishing some other goals too. After just being intentional, I would say, because if you're intentional about the money that's coming in, then it's going to get the results that you plan for it to have. So we really recommend that people, well, first of all, they need to know why they're doing what they're doing. A lot of drivers are out there and they're making a lot of money and spending a lot of money. They decide, well, I'm out here and it's kind of hard and I want convenient food, so I'm going to buy Wendy's and I go out and do some entertainment. And all of a sudden all their money's gone and they don't know what happened to it. Well, if they had a goal ahead of time, like say, I want to retire by this date. I want to be able to have this much set aside for my daughter's wedding. I want to be able to get debt free, which is huge. If you get debt free, you've got this thing half licked. But if they have some kind of goal that they write down on a piece of paper, put it on the dash of the truck and look at it every day, it's going to help you to make better decisions. As you get that paycheck come in, you could say, okay, well, I'd kind of like to go to a movie tonight, or I'd kind of like to buy a new car and make payments. But if you have that intentionality and that decision that you have a long-term goal that's more important than your short-term comfort, then you're going to make better decisions in the short term and you're going to end up with a lot more money in the long term. Well, what I'm hearing from you is a couple of things. One, you need to be disciplined to be able to do these types of things. As you guys pointed out, there are a lot of benefits to that. The second thing is that it's going to build a reserve for you if there is a rainy day situation, that God forbid there is an illness or an injury that happens to you when you're on the road. So can you talk about just the security of having that fund as you're out there working on the road? Absolutely. The security of it is a big reason I wanted to do that. You know, if you have a big illness, say cancer or a heart attack, you know, any of the things that can happen to you, you can't necessarily self-insure for that. If it costs a million dollars, most people don't have that saved up, and we certainly didn't. 
But what we did was we had a certain amount. The way we based our emergency fund was on trying to save up three to six months of our expenses. Say our expenses were $4,000 a month. You know, we needed twelve dollars to $24,000 in a rainy day fund. That didn't cover any of the medical. But if we both had to be out of work for three to six months, we knew that we didn't have to worry about feeding ourselves and paying the rent, keeping warm. We knew that that was covered, and we tried to... And I'm really clumsy, too, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, so, Danny's never very far away from a broken bone, so... (laughs) And this is said by somebody who runs how many miles a day, typically? (laughs) (laughs) When I was on the truck, I tried to do 20 20 miles a week, but anyway, unless I was training for a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) But the point being is that you want to be prepared for that. You want to understand that something could happen, but the benefit of it is if you are able to put that aside and save it, then it gives you options earlier in life than maybe you might have had you not done that. So tell us a little bit about, as you guys were saving and you looked and you saw that you were building this decent account of money up, that it gave you options to do some things that you'd always want to do. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I would probably say that, especially podcast lovers out there everywhere, the closest like written down program that's out there to what we did is the Dave Ramsey program. And he has a great podcast. I think it's like three hours a day. That is as close to what we did. We deviated a little bit from what Dave teaches. But Dave is right on. Teaches you to get out of debt. Teaches you how to get out of debt. Teaches you what to focus on. He talks about focusing on your retirement fund. And he has a statement that we just love. He says, if you're willing to live like no one else, Someday you're going to be able to live like no one else. So in our mid-50s, we'd had a long-term dream of buying a sailboat and sailing around the world. We want to do a circumnavigation. And we thought, well, we'll do that when we retire. We still, we really enjoy truck driving. It had its challenges, but every day had some fun in it. We enjoyed being together. We enjoyed the sunrises, traveling around the country, eating the different foods around the country. It was an enjoyable job. We do miss it, but we did quit it. And we quit it in our mid-50s because we thought, in your 70s is not the time to learn how to sail a 50-foot sailboat and learn how to deal with maneuvering it around the world. So we took an early retirement. I mean, we may end up working a little bit here and there, but essentially we've set a 10-year goal. We're going to spend the next 10 years on our sailboat and try to see if we can get it around the world. I know there's a lot of people out there saying, well, you must have been lucky. We're lucky we didn't quit, and we're lucky we had discipline, and lucky we didn't go to too many movies or eat too much fast food. Cindy, it had to be a shared goal. You guys are sitting right now on your sailboat, and tell us, what is the name of that sailboat? The name of the sailboat is Miles, and Danny's got the story about how we named it that. Well, we came up with about 57 puns, first of all. You know, it's like all the sailboat puns, naughty girl and, you know, nautical and, you know. Sales call. Yeah, sales call. That was one of our favorites. And, <laughs> but anyway, we realized Miles is what bought the boat because truck drivers get paid by the mile. And one of the things we've really enjoyed about truck driving is seeing the United States and Canada mile by mile. We always felt sorry for people who have been traveling around the country and they fly into Des Moines or they fly into New York City or they fly into San Diego and they just stop and see all the local tourist attractions and then they fly back. It's like, man, if you want to know the culture and the real character of a place, you need to like drive through it. You need to stop there and meet the locals. We enjoy traveling internationally also, but it kind of dawned on us a few years ago. That's how we've been doing our international travel. We've been to all seven continents, like 50 countries or so, and we fly in, we see the tourist stuff, and we fly out. Not always, but generally that's what you do with your week off. We thought, well, we want to see the world the same way we've seen the United States and Canada, mile by mile. 
Well, how are you going to do that? We can't do it in a truck. So we thought a sailboat would be perfect. So we're planning on seeing the world mile by mile. So when it came to naming the boat, once we came up with that, maybe it wasn't as funny as some of the other ones we came up with. It just seemed to fit really well. Cindy takes that kind of commitment to a shared goal. I think Danny mentioned it. You guys being out on a boat is not much different than being out in Wyoming by yourselves on a truck, correct? <laughs> right. <laughs> They both have their challenges, but they both have their rewards, too. Elk Mountain in Wyoming is very beautiful if you can see it through the snow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> today we're sitting on our sailboat off Rodriguez Key next to Key Largo. The temperature is almost 80 degrees, but the wind is blowing almost 30 knots, too. So we're glad our anchor's holding. We've had challenge after challenge. People ask us if we've missed truck driving, and I just have not had a chance. It has been a great learning curve. So many challenges. We're learning how to fix everything on the boat. The sailing itself is wonderful. When we're moving, we've decided that our sailboat likes to move. It doesn't like to sit. One thing I want to say about what you're asking, Greg, was once we got on a roll at our last company and we were making really good money as team drivers, we were just putting money away in our retirement funds and watching them grow. And it was great. But what is retirement? For 30 years, Danny is at least once a year, he said, let's go sail in the South Pacific. Let's sail here, sail there. So we would go on vacation once in a while and go sailing. But Danny said, I want our own sailboat. After hearing that for 30 years, you know what? We've got all this money in our retirement fund. We're not clear on what we want to do in our retirement. And we're not getting any younger. If we're going to get a sailboat and sail around the world, we better start now. Like I said, we're not getting younger. So that's what we did. It's been a two-year process. It took us that long to find the right boat. We bought it in late October of 2019. We've already come over 500 miles south from where we bought the boat. We're realizing one of our dreams already. We're in the Florida Keys. We're planning to cross over to the Bahamas in a couple of weeks and on around the world from there. Wow, that is doing some traveling. You both had achieved 3 million miles of safe driving. So tell us about the decision to park that truck and hand in the keys. Well, Greg, you know, it's interesting. You dream about things like that for a long time. And like I said, we were not disliking trucking. We still liked every day that we drove. We delivered a load down near Atlanta and we were driving our truck up to turn it in in Tunnel Hill. It was a brand new truck and we'd made a lot of friends at US Express. So it was a little bit of a bittersweet thing. We made a video. It's on our YouTube channel. If you look up Sailing Miles on YouTube, you can see it there. It's called 18 Wheels and Decks and Keels. We play that Happy Mateo song, 18 Wheels and a Dozen Roses, as we're coming up on our final few miles in the truck. You know, we're taking the Tunnel Hill exit. The song's playing, and Cindy, like, zooms in on the dash. You can see where we have our goals written down and, you know, our little sailboat on there to keep our dream in front of us all the time. You know, I'm really glad that we didn't retire from a job we like to go on to do nothing. It would definitely be easy to mope around and feel sorry for ourselves that we couldn't do the thing that we like to do. I imagine that's happened to a lot of drivers who are having health issues and are no longer able to continue in the trucking industry, even though they would like to. You know, I really feel for them. Oh, holy cow, buying a sailboat, a large sailboat, doesn't make you time to feel bad about yourself for not being able to drive a truck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't even drive a car now. We sold all of our cars, so we actually do not own a motor vehicle. It's kind of crazy. You're listening to the Pod Wheels Network's presentation of Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. The St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund is a charity that helps over-the-road regional semi-truck drivers and their families 
when an illness or injury occurring within the last year has caused them to be out of work. The SCF is also working to provide programs that will benefit professional drivers and the trucking industry. If you're a professional truck driver or family member of a driver who's in need of assistance following an illness or injury, please visit the organization's website at truckersfund.org. That's truckersfund.org. Over its history, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund has raised more than $3 million through the generous support of donations by corporate sponsors, groups, and countless individuals who are part of the trucking community at large. The need for assistance for professional drivers and their families remains great. SCF is continually working to grow its donor base. If you're interested in becoming a supporter of the work done by SCF, please visit truckersfund.org and click on the Donate button. Visit the SCF website and consider making a donation today. Now let's go back to the Highway to Hope podcast on the Pod Wheels Network. Here's Greg Thompson and Shannon Courier. Thank you for spending time with us today on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Again, I'm Shannon Courier, Director of Philanthropy and Development, and I'm here with Greg Thompson, Executive Producer of the Podwheels Network, and we have been focusing on finances. Yes, we have. Finances. And earlier in the podcast, we heard from Colton Lawrence, who gave us some general tips about how to prepare yourself for those rainy days. Then, as our listeners know, we heard from Danny and Cindy George, 2018 Citizen Drivers of the Year, and we heard how they worked with their finances and positioned themselves where they're out now sailing the high seas. Yes, they have definitely made some wise decisions so they can spend some time doing something they love. Now, Shannon, one of the things that came out of our first discussion with Colton was that you asked me if we could get Colton back through Zoom audio and do an interview with you and Colton because I know that you wanted to walk him through the process of what you guys do with folks who come to you that have medical debt. Yes, we have a lot of questions that come to us from our applicants and we are not able to help with every financial situation. One of the things we do not do typically is pay medical bills, medical expenses. And so we are always advising our applicants on the best way to handle mounting debt from medical expenses. And so I wanted to ask Colton some specific questions to make sure we're giving the proper advice to the applicants. Colton, welcome in to the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. It's good to have you here with Shannon. Well, thanks for having me, Greg, and I appreciate you guys including me in on this conversation. Shannon, earlier we had heard from Colton about general approaches to debt reduction, and you wanted to ask Colton some specific questions dealing with medical cost debt. I did. Thank you, Colton, for taking time to share your knowledge with our listeners. It was very valuable information because one of the things we do when applicants come to us and need a financial assistance is we have to be able to prove that there's financial hardship because of our audits. The information you provided on how people can use spreadsheets or other tools to come up with financial information that can be provided when asked is very important because a lot of drivers may not know how to use a basic spreadsheet and may not know how to put that information together. So that was very important. Thank you for sharing that. I wanted to talk a little bit specifically about medical debt, just because when people apply for assistance with us, sometimes they want us to pay really high dollar medical bills. They want us to pay those off. There's a lot of stress that goes along with medical debt. And unfortunately, 
we don't have the donations and that kind of support where we can step in and pay off $50,000 worth of medical expenses. So that is not something that we do. But what we do want to offer drivers are solutions on how to face that kind of a debt. It's a mountain of a debt and it's very stressful. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what do people do when they have that kind of medical debt? We are always telling the applicants that we have and just drivers in general, there's a lot of stress. The medical people are calling and they're making you feel like you need to pay these medical debt expenses over your necessity household expenses, like your mortgage or rent, your utility bills, your insurance, your vehicle payment. We don't want them to lose those things because of a medical debt. So we are always telling them, hey, you need to take that medical debt and that really needs to go last after those medical expenses are paid. I wanted to get your feedback on that and one, make sure we're giving the correct information, but how they need to face the debt that's staring them in the face with those medical expenses. Yeah, sure. I'm happy to give my opinion. Unfortunately, this is an issue that is dealt with outside the transportation industry. It's an issue that is a hot topic in the United States. It uh, delves into politics, delves into a lot of social issues. Up front, the best thing to do is to avoid these types of medical expenses. Some of them you can't avoid from a health perspective. Financially, having the health insurance is a very good choice to make. Do whatever you can to obtain that health insurance. And that's going to be your primary line of defense when it comes to these types of medical expenses. So that would be my number one recommendation is to do that. If, however, either the insurance doesn't cover all of those medical expenses, or if you just didn't have it and you find yourself in a situation with mounting medical bills that you are unable to cover, I do agree with you that those are the types of expenses that should come after your monthly bills that you have to pay for your house, for your vehicles, for groceries, everyday living expenses. You need to cover those first. I'm not an attorney. I can't give you the legal advice, but I would recommend that they also go talk to an attorney. There are special circumstances around bankruptcy that deal with medical debt and ways that they can get that medical debt taken care of in a way that is much different than if you claim bankruptcy for just getting too far extended on your credit card or on an automobile loan, those types of things. To summarize, I would definitely agree with you that uh, they should put those bills towards the back end and pay the other ones up front. That's great information. We want to be sure we're giving accurate advice, of course, to drivers when they're reaching out to us. Do you have any idea what is the percentage of bankruptcies because of medical bills? Each year, there's over a half million million families that turn to bankruptcy because of mounting medical issues and bills. That's roughly 66% of all bankruptcies across the country at a personal level are due to medical issues. So it's obviously a very high number and again, an issue that we are facing in this country. Not that I would want anyone to file bankruptcy. That is not at all what I'm suggesting, but wanting people to realize that you are not in this situation alone. Medical debt is a huge issue that people face every day. There's a lot of stress that goes with it, but really we have to put it in perspective. We have to live every day. We have to have a home. We have to have our vehicle. We have to have food to eat. We have to have those things. And so really putting that into perspective and realizing there's a lot out there to assist with medical debt. Go out and see what is available, like you said earlier, 
to assist you with the medical expenses that you have and try not to panic over it. Yeah. And another thing I would suggest, Shannon, is communication. These individuals that are struggling with these issues should contact the doctors, contact the hospitals, get in touch with the people that are trying to reach out to them for the debt and let them know their situation. Oftentimes, these companies are willing to set up payment plans. They're willing to negotiate with you. Does any money they can collect from you without having to go through the courts is going to be much easier and much less expensive for them. And they are generally less aggressive than if you start to default on your credit card bills or your rent or mortgage, you know, those other types of loans, they get turned over to the debt collectors. They are going to be much more aggressive than if you just work with the hospitals and trying to get this taken care of. So that communication is very important. I think a lot of times people are scared to communicate because they know the hospital, the doctor, the debtor, they're going to say, well, you have to pay $100 or $250 a month, and we know we can't pay that. So we get in panic mode and we don't want to communicate. We're really, we just need to take control of the situation and say, look, here's where I am. Here's the situation. Here's what I can pay every month. I will pay this every month but this is what I can pay every month. And then if you're able to increase that at any time, increase it. You can only do what you can do. And we don't want people risking everything they have to pay off a medical debt. You just have to take it one day at a time. And it's really easy as human beings for us to take what I call the ostrich approach. And that's just sticking your head in the sand. And from the perspective of a driver, it's just driving down the road, just forgetting about that stuff, thinking it's all behind you. That's not a good approach. You got to face these things head on. Communication is the best way to do that. That's right. And we want to take stress off of these drivers. We don't want to add any more stress to their lives. That's why we felt like this was good information coming from a professional on your side, just to make sure that the information we are giving is correct. We can help give them the guidance that they need and the encouragement that they need to remove the stress. Because one, we know you don't heal as well when you're stressed. It takes so much energy and so much effort. And we know drivers are under a lot of stress. So anything we can do to help remove some of that stress, any guidance, any information we can share is important to us. I agree with that. And staying healthy is key. I mentioned that at the beginning, staying healthy, having that insurance, staying away from the truck stop food, going to the grocery store and buy yourself some healthy food, get in a little bit of exercise each and every day. Those things are going to go a long ways towards keeping people out of these types of situations. That's Colton Lawrence, the CEO of Equinox Business Solutions, right here on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Shannon, one of the most interesting things that we heard in the first part of the conversation was you guys talking about prioritizing the bill. Right. When applicants contact us, they're usually in a state of panic because they have these bills that are piling up and they don't know how they're going to pay them. One of those things that weighs so heavily on people is medical bills. You know, if you don't have insurance, or even if you do have insurance, but if you don't have insurance and you've had a heart attack, you're looking at $150,000 maybe in medical bills. And what do you do with that? We know the doctors are calling, the hospitals are calling, pay our bills, pay our bills. Well, and most everybody wants to be responsible about, hey, I've got a bill, I need to pay it. And as you said, these things can be overwhelming. So it was very interesting for me and hopefully our listeners to hear how you guys are approaching it. You bounce it off a financial expert who says, that's exactly 
what you need to do. Right. So we just want to encourage everybody to have open communication like we talked about, like Colton was saying. Don't be afraid of the bill collectors. Just answer the phone and tell them what you can do and what you can't do and go ahead and make those payments every month. That's really all that you can do, but don't sacrifice your household expenses for the medical bills. They're not gonna come and repossess your house because you don't pay your medical bill. It's very important. So that's or take one of the, your truck. That's right, or take your truck. You know, we don't want you to lose your livelihood. You know, that's we right. want you to get back in that truck and make some money so you can be the responsible person you wanna be and pay those medical bills back. And as we go back now to our interview with Colton, we pick it up by talking about that proactive communication. One of the things that I'm hearing here, guys, is that we want to be proactive in a situation where if we owe a debtor, whether that be on a medical side or anywhere else, that you want to be proactive and say, hey, this is what I can pay. Let's work out a payment plan. Let's work out something because that's going to keep you away from the debt collectors. It's going to show that you're making a good faith effort. That's right. And we, on the Equinox side, we talk to our clients about this every single day. That again, the communication, I, I know I've hit on it a number of times, but that communication is key. It doesn't matter whether it's your motor carrier, your factoring company, your finance company for your truck, any debtor whatsoever. If you'll just communicate with them, people are much more willing to work with you and it's going to make life a lot easier. Shannon, be able to hear this from Colton and know that we're not alone. It's not just folks that are behind the wheel that have medical debt. It's folks across every industry. And to know how to deal with this is so important. Absolutely. We want as much information as we can get. We want to, like you said, tackle these things head on, be proactive, open those lines of communication. You want to make paying off that debt as easy on you as possible. Colton, you mentioned bankruptcy earlier, and I wanted you to talk to us a little bit about bankruptcy. It is basically a tool that you can use, correct? That's exactly what I would say is it is a tool to use. I think there's a stigma that goes with, you know, having to say that you've declared bankruptcy, but you know, it, it's there for a reason. And especially in medical situations, it can be a good tool to use. One of the things that we also see, especially with single owner operators, you know, one man truck operations or new owner operators is trying to get their expenses lined up and written out where they don't miss anything. It's hard when you don't have all of your expenses written down on our application. One of the things we ask them to do is write down their income for the month and then they have to write down their expenses and that's their rent or mortgage, utility bills, insurance, vehicle payments, gas, food, things that they pay on a regular basis every month. And a lot of times we realize that once they start writing that information down, they have not as much going out as they thought they had going out on normal expenses. And so maybe somebody has $5,000 coming in a month and they only have $3,000 in expenses. And so because we have to show financial hardship, we have to ask the hard question of where did that other $2,000 go? How important is it? What tools are available for owner operators, especially to get this information on paper in black and white so they can see where their money is going? Because I know I've done it personally in my life and it was a huge eye opener. 
Yeah, Shannon, that question right there goes in large part to what Equinox does for our clients. From a business level, that's what we do. We provide the tools and the service to help them track their income and their expenses at a business level. The additional part to your question, though, is it also includes their personal finances. So not only do they need to be tracking their business expenses, what they're spending on their fuel and their truck and all those other things that you mentioned, but they also need to know how much they're spending for personal entertainment, for their home vehicles and for food and those kinds of things. Those expenses become almost invisible to people because they are not the types of expenses that are being looked at on a regular basis. They're kind of out of sight, out of mind. And it's not until you put them down on pen and paper that you realize how much is flowing out for those types of expenses. There are a number of tools that can be used to help individuals get an idea of what those expenses are. Many banks actually have tools through their online platforms to help people categorize their personal expenses. You can go out and create different types of graphs that will categorize those based on the vendor that the purchase is going through. My first suggestion would be to check with your bank. Many of the larger banks are going to have that. Some of the smaller credit unions may not. If their bank does not have that type of tool, then the best thing to do is just sit down with pen and paper and go through your checkbook, go through your debits or credit card statement and start writing things down. Start summarizing your expenses until you've got a total. Oftentimes, people are going to be shocked at how much free cash flow is just kind of disappearing through what are really some pretty frivolous type expenses. And if they just tighten down the hatches a little bit and not spend that money, oftentimes they're able to solve their issues on their own and take care of those expenses just by making a few little changes in their life. That's great information. And I know not everyone is tech savvy and not everyone knows how to use spreadsheets and the online things available. Years ago when I did this, a lot of these things weren't available. And so we literally took every single receipt for every single thing we paid for. If it was $1.25 for coffee, we put it in an envelope. And at the end of the month, we sat down and took every one of those receipts and wrote them out in different categories, entertainment, groceries, gas, and wrote it out in black and white. If you even need to go back and revert to that way of doing it, if you're not sure how to use the online tools, gosh, do that. And it just in your own mind, it will help you realize where your money's actually going. And if you're wanting to, like you say, tighten your belt or cut some corners and put some money away and you're trying to figure out where can I do that, there's always a place to cut a few dollars and seeing it in black and white is going to help you realize where you can cut those corners. As you were talking about that, Shannon, I thought back to just a few weeks ago, my grandparents are still alive. My grandpa is 96. My grandmother is 92. Fought in World War II. He took the GI Bill and went to medical school. And we recently moved them out of their house and into an assisted living facility. And as we were doing that, we came across some of their personal ledgers from back in the 1940s when they were first married and their expenses. And my grandma had written out every single thing that they had spent their money on. And it was crazy to see that from that long ago and how she had done that. What that proves, Colton and Shannon, is that going through that process is a tried and true method. And it's something that worked many, many years ago. And it's something that will still work today. As you said, Shannon, it's very eye-opening. And Colton, it kind of gets back to what we talked about in our original conversation. It's about 
finding ways to save. So if you do have a rainy day, if you do have a circumstance with medical expenses or something else that comes up and bites you, you can be somewhat prepared for that. Yes, that's exactly what we want to be prepared for, the proactive versus the reactive. And reactive a lot of times comes with emotion and with stress. Proactive takes some of that emotion and stress out of it. You've done everything that you can to prepare ahead of time. That's what we want people to think about. How can you be proactive in your health expenses, medical bills. Again, get health insurance if you don't have it. When you're putting this information down either on paper with a pen or on one of the online tools that Colton suggested, you will find places where you can cut corners where you might be able to pay for that health insurance if you don't have health insurance. There are ways to prepare ahead of time and work towards a goal. Maybe you can't do it now, but let's say you want to make some changes in six months from now, you want to be able to have health insurance. You've got to be able to prepare for that and know where you are right now so you know where you want to be in six months or a year or however long you think it's going to take you to get there. And Colton kind of gets back to, as we've talked about before, just having a plan and working through it and being disciplined. Having a plan and understanding that as a business owner, you're not the smartest person in the room. You need to surround yourself with individuals that understand different aspects of your business better than you do. Personally, I'm a business owner. I don't understand web development. I don't understand marketing. And so I surround myself with folks that are smarter than I am in those aspects of my business so that I can be successful. And owner operators would do well to do the same thing within their own small business. Once again, that's Colton Lawrence, the CEO of Equinox Business Solutions, right here on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Greg Thompson alongside Shannon Courier. Shannon, for me, it's been very fascinating and very educational to walk through the financial world and walk through how to deal with those pressures. Well, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure we give the right advice. We want to share educational information that's going to be beneficial to drivers. And finances is a huge piece of our life every day, whether it be personal finances or business finances. So anything we can do to help ourselves and learn for ourselves personally, as well as share with the drivers, that's the information we want to get out there. And speaking of information, how can our listeners and those interested in the SCF program get information about finances, get information about what you guys can do to help? The first place they should probably check out is our website. That is truckersfund.org. And so that will walk you through who we are, what we do, why we were created, who's on our board. It gives you all that information. There's also a place to look at the application to see if you qualify for assistance. There's also a resources page, and this is where information like Colton with Equinox, his information can be found. There's hundreds and hundreds of resources on our resource page. And they're listed by category. So if you go to that page, if you have questions, we either have the answer for you already or we can connect you with somebody who can give you the answer. Yes, indeed. And folks, I would highly encourage you to go to truckersfund.org and check out the resources. Now, how does SCF reach out through social media? We are everywhere. You can find us all over the place. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Instagram. We have a YouTube page that's not overly active, but we're trying to work that up and get it more active. You can find us on the Podwheels Network. You can now find the SCF Highway to Hope podcast, as they like to say in the podcast world, everywhere where your popular podcast can be found. That's right. All of your popular podcast platforms, we are there. 
Once again, thank you for listening to Highway to Hope on the Pod Wheels Network. Highway to Hope is the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. If you'd like to learn more about SCF or if you would like to make a donation to SCF, please visit the organization's website at truckersfund.org. That's truckersfund.org. Thanks for listening to the Pod Wheels Network. You can stay connected with the Pod Wheels Network by downloading the Pod Wheels app. It's available in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Just search Pod Wheels in either store and download the app. Be on the lookout for the next edition of Highway to Hope, and as always, stay safe out on the roads.